The next kinna is kinna tezayin. Kinna tezayin, zuchah she'osot tsar b'fnim. This kinna speaks about an event that took place in the Churban Bayesheni. Titus HaRosha was preparing and participating in the destruction of Bayesheni. And he, we're told that as he entered the Heichal, as he entered the Mokam HaMikdash, he saw the big Peroiches and he decided to attack the Peroiches because he thought that the Peroiches was the Koyach of the Rabbi Shalom. So Titus Arosha lifted up a sword and he struck the Peroiches. And as Chazal tell us, drops of blood came out of the Peroiches. And he didn't know what type of life was contained into the Peroiches. We're then told he decided to commit terrible Averis inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim. You can imagine the scene at the time. Kalali Yisrael was shocked about what they saw, about what he was doing. They thought, there's no way he's going to get away with this. Something's going to happen in Shemayim, there's going to be a lightning that's going to strike him. This is the holiest place. This is the Mokim Mamikdash, the Kodesh HaKadoshim. The Kayin Godel will go in there. And here, he's doing an Avera, terrible, unspeakable Avera in that Mokim. It has to be that he'll be punished, he'll die. But yet, nothing happened. Because after all, it was a time of the Khurban. It was a time of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. And therefore, there was no punishment. And we're told, at the time, he decided, and he, told, and he divided up his army into four, and he told each army, that each army should destroy one wall. And then he decided, we'll hold back, and one wall will be kept, and that was, that's the wall that we have today, the Kaisal Amaravi. And then we're told, the story of 300 children, that this Russia, Tidusar Russia, decided to ship Yiddish Kindalach, 300 Yiddish Kindalach, mainly girls, and perform and take them to Rome. And once they're in Rome, they'll be able to do many Averis with these children, disgusting acts with these 300 children. And these children were traveling on the boat on the way to Rome after being captured. They realized what was happening to them. They realized what their fate would be. And they decided amongst themselves that they're going to kill each other. They're going to take their lives. They're not sure if it's allowed. They asked each other, are they allowed to kill themselves? Are they allowed to die and kill each other rather than go to Rome and perform acts of terrible, terrible Averis? And they paskin that yes, it's better to take their own life rather than live a life of pure tumor, of pure terrible tumor. So they, they decided in one moment, they, when the boats were close to each other, they signaled to the others what they were doing. And it's an amazing thing because at one moment they stood all standing at the side of the ship and they traveled close together, all the ships were there and all of them jumped off together the side of the trip and they all drowned themselves and all three of the, 300 of them died at that time. And if you look at the end of Kinnah Tezayin, at the end of Kinnah Tezayin it says, Hashiveinu shivu kuvo 
Bring us back the life that they cried out. They gathered together and they sunk into the lowest places of the sea. They sang to the Rabbi Shalom when they're in the sea as they're being killed. Because for your sake we're being killed in the depths of the sea. And they're screaming to the Rabbi bring us back. They knew they were being Mekadish Shem Shemayim. And at that moment that they were being Mekadish Shem Shemayim, they were singing to the Rabbi Just like when the Yidden left Mitzrayim, they sang Shira. And then they fell into the sea. And that's what happens. Abbasco went out, as the Chazal tell us, the Rabbi Yishon will bring the Geula. And this act of Kiddush Hashem will help us a lot. It's the mysterious nefesh that they had. It's the mysterious nefesh that they had for Torah, for Kedusha. No matter what the situation is, we're not accepting the trafe life of a guy. The Romans might have been victorious to rip apart the physical part of the Beis HaMikdash. But us, we still have Torah Hashem. We still have the mitzvahs. We still have a life of Kedusha. A life of understanding what it means to live like a Yid. And that's what's going on in this Kinnah. Ramesha Rothschild was living once in Rome. He once calls the Ponovich Arov. It was late at night in Rome. It was raining. It was a storm. Rothschild answered the phone and the, and the Panovich Arov says to him, I want to meet you, we have to go out and we have to go to the Arch of, Ty- of Titus which was constructed to commemorate the victory that the Romans had over Klal Yisrael. It shows that Klal Yisrael being led by chains into Rome and the Panovich Arov said to Rothschild, this is where we have to go. Rothschild said, sure, the Panovich is asking me, that's where we'll go, but now, at this time of night, the middle of the night, it's raining, it's cold. The Arch of Titus, that's where we have to go, that's where the Rov wants to go. But he went, it was quiet, there was nobody there. And the Panovich lifts up his voice as he, end, as he ex- exits the car, and there they are alone, Panovich and Rothschild, and the Panovich screams, Titus, Titus, where are you? We're here, but where are you? And the, the impression that it made on Rothschild was incredible. So many people, so many nations throughout the history of Klal Yisrael have tried to kill us, have tried to destroy us, and they're still trying. And when the Panovich Yerov was telling us a message, where's the Roman Empire? Yes, we've got the arch there to commemorate that they once lived. The most powerful empire in the world is gone. Nothing that remains except the memory. But here, Klal Yisrael are here. The Torah is with us. Mitzvahs we keep. And we have to take this idea, this precious idea, that we have the Torah, that we have the mitzvahs. Wherever we go in the world, whether it's on holiday, whether it's here, Ben Azman, enjoying the Zman. Look what Klal Yisrael did. Look at the Messiah's Nefesh. Of Klal Yisrael, 300 children. We don't even know how old they were. Chazal don't tell us the ages. 
but they're there. And the connection to Yiddishkeit was so great that they were happy singing Shiraz to the Rabbani Shalaylam by giving up their lives to Hashem. And we have to ask ourselves, what do we give up to the Rabbani Shalaylam? How much of our lives do we say, Rabbani Shalaylam, we're willing to give up for you? Or is it only when it's convenient and only when it fits into our schedule? This kinna teaches us the connection that these children had to Yiddishkeit. And it's something that is so sad in our generation. I don't know if it's more than other generations, but we feel it in our generation. Yidden losing their connection to Yiddishkeit. I hear this all the time. I was just now in South Africa. I came back out of Shabbos. I had the opportunity to meet some amazing people. But amongst the time that I had of giving shurim and doing other things... I was asked to speak to different parents. One parent comes to me, the child has gone off the derech, what should they do? Another, another parent comes to me, my child has become an atheist, he no longer believes in anything, what should I do? And everywhere I travel around the world, I hear this more and more in some of the places that are called the Mokim Torah, that people are losing their connection to Yiddishkeit. Yes, they're from Sometimes they're religious, they keep Shabbos, they make brachas, and on the outside they look so from, they look so connected. But really there's no connection to Yiddishkeit. Rabbi Yehuda Al-Tuski, as that sounds, a sefer, I was given the sefer by his grandson. And he was a rav in, in the Bronx. And very Yid used to give shurim over America. And he says over the following story. He says there were three converts. Very interesting stories brought down in the Sefer. I can't remember the name of the Sefer now. There were three converts. Three Yidden that were sitting in a jail. And each one asks the other one, why did you convert to Christianity? All three of them com- were converts. They were originally Jews. And they had converted to Christianity. And each one asked the other one. They went one by one around the table to explain why they converted. So one of them said, well... You have to understand, I was going through torture, life was hard, they didn't want me to be a Jew, they were doing all sorts of things to my businesses, they made my life a misery, so I said, you know what, if they're going to make my life easier by being a convert, by leaving Yiddishkeit, by being a, by being a Christian, okay, I'll do it. The second one, they turned to him and said, tell me, why did you convert? And he said, well, you have to understand, there was a woman, and I really wanted to marry her, I was so much in love with her that I wanted to marry her, but she was a guy. There was no way of me marrying her. So I had to give up Yiddishkeit. And I became a convert and I became a Christian in order to marry this woman. They turned to the third guy there. And they said, no, why did you convert? And he said, me? You know why I converted? Because I believe. I believe the Christians are right. I believe Yiddishkeit is nothing. There's nothing to it. Christianity is the correct religion. That's why I converted. I'm a believer. That's why I converted. And the two Jews... Two converts now, who originally Jews, turned to him and say, please, save that for the goyim. Don't tell us Jews that. It doesn't work for us. Save that for the goyim. Because a Yid always understands, deep down he knows the MS. But sometimes it fades. Sometimes we don't appreciate it. When we read the Skinner, and we see how these young, young children, and many of us have the age of children, that these young children decided on their own to give up their life for Kalisol, for giving a life for Yiddishkeit, not to lead a life of Tumah, not to lead a life of Treif. They decided to do it. Perhaps that gives us the courage to do that within our own lives as well and make sure that we lead, lead our lives Al-Kiddush Hashem.
Zuchor shel sotzah bifnim Shala